We are not doctors. This content should not be used in substitution of professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always get advice from physicians for medical conditions, and any advice we give should be tried at your own risk. And always ask a doctor before starting something new. On today's episode of Raising the Nuts, we discuss how to teach gratitude to kids, building muscle and the struggle of the gym, and Jody teaches the world about carob. Let's go. Has no patience, look at his face and in his eyes. He's been waiting, he's been way bound to the die. Always taking chances, all those conversations. Don't know if I make it, don't know why he even tries. Say, oh, I am a believer. Welcome back to Raising the Nuts, episode 14. I'm Jody. I'm Trevor. That was like the loudest you've ever done that. I feel like that your voice is very loud there. Maybe I'm, I'm finally getting used to it. I think you're energized this morning, it looks like. Yeah, I feel I feel good. I feel motivated. It was the uh, extra hour we got. Yeah, because I, I was not really motivated yesterday. <laughs> no? But today, I feel pretty good. I've been doing laundry, you know, around the house. You know how excited I was this morning when I came downstairs at 6.15 and it was bright outside? I oh, could, was it? I didn't get to see it. Yes, I, got, I could open up the blinds right away and just, Ow. you feel alive again. What, you just hurt yourself? Yes, I just hit my hand on the desk. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. There's frost out, which is crappy because it's really cold, but just to it see the cold. sun instead of just complete darkness when you wake up, so much better. Yeah, it is pretty chilly. It was nice and chilly at the bus stop this morning. Mm. Cam refused to wear a coat. And then complained that her fingers were numb. Yeah, she's going to get sick if she's, she does that. She's not going to get sick. But yesterday she was really killing me because we were outside at a baseball thing for Andrew's baseball team. Our neighbor had it. And it was 50 degrees outside. And she was in a tank top playing baseball. She was sweating. She was not sweating. And then she went into the woods with her friend right near our house. And still in a tank top all day long. She finally went inside and got changed and put a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah, she's fine. She went outside with a sweatshirt on, but then it apparently quickly came off. And by the time I arrived at the party, tank top. Yeah. Drove me crazy. All right, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> uh, okay, so let's take let's go from where we left off last week. I said that we would come back to this topic this week, which is your therapy update, because you are now finished with the therapy that you got through your school. I am. Eight free sessions. Eight free sessions. Mm -hmm. And all right, so give me some overall thoughts on the entire experience, what you learned from it, what you're going to take going forward, how it went overall. Well, I think overall it was it was good, but at the same time, it's hard because you're really, we were really focused on one subject area because we only had eight sessions. So you can't get into like, you know, like I can't get into why my brain shuts off when I'm trying to get stuff done or why... I wake up on days where I just have zero motivation and I keep going back and forth or anything like that. Like we can't really get into that stuff because there's just not enough time. So we just talked about different strategies and whatever. Um, so yeah, we finished up and she was super sweet. I really liked her a lot. Now we're done. So it wasn't, you didn't go like a deep delve into your past and like why you might be the way you are. It was more just strategizing on how to increase productivity, right? Yes. Do you feel like you've increased productivity since you started with her? I think so. Okay. How about you? Do I think you have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. 
I think I think you've been able to be a little bit more organized when it comes to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of different big events that we've had going on with Trunk or Treat and then Halloween. I feel like that's gone a little more smoothly. The house, I think, has stayed more intact mm-hmm. as far as it just not being a complete mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think overall it's been pretty good. Yeah, um, me too. I'm so happy that I did it. Happy that I went through with it. Mm-hmm. Do you have plans to do other forms of therapy? What are your thoughts on that going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think I should. I think I should. Yeah, for sure. But just a matter of the hardest part is finding someone that, first of all, I feel like I'm going to be like, compatible with that's going to work out well. And then also, you know, the, you have to pay out of pocket basically because there's limited people on the insurance plan. And I'm not going to, like, force myself to sit through someone that is not going to do anything for me because I don't like them just because I'm only paying a copay as opposed to, like, paying out of pocket for therapy. So that's a whole other thing to take into account, you know, because it's not, it's not cheap to go sit and talk to a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah. yeah so I figured it out. Uh, I guess the next step, I guess, is maybe looking at people who are in the network or whatever first and see if you can find something. And there was nothing, right? No. Yeah. I've already done like a a search for people. So, um, there's not a lot of stuff. Yeah. man, it's tough when you're on a budget. We got, (laughs) (laughs) you gotta, I didn't, you know, I don't have a category for therapy. I'm gonna have to put that in there for you. I know it's crazy. Therapy sessions out of pocket are like $200. Now there is actually my, my dad mentioned to this to me and I wanted to throw this out to everyone especially people who are local to us, uh, he mentioned there's a place called The Starting Point in Westmont, New Jersey. And they actually, it's a therapy-type office, and they do rehab, I believe, as well. Uh, he, I know if you go to the website, you can learn more about them. But he, was, he told me that they actually, if somebody comes in there and they can't pay, they can't afford therapy, they will just offer it to them for free. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. It's just They're just all about helping people and... I would guess, I would hope that there's other places like that around the country. I'm not sure. So I guess if you're in other parts of the country and you know places like this, please share them with us and then we can share them maybe on the website or something because for that, that type of resource, you know, the worst thing my dad was saying, the worst thing was that is that, you know, if somebody really wants to get help but they can't afford it or they, they don't know where to go and then something happens to them, that's the worst type of thing. You know, there's, there's going to be things that happen to people where they do harm to themselves or whatever, and they just don't want to get help. And they, you know, right. they just, they are just on that path. And, and you, there's not really much you can do it. The worst cases are where people want to get help and, and can't find it. Mm-hmm. And so this place seems pretty amazing. And uh, my dad, it's, my dad said it's just been a great place for him to go as well. So uh, yeah, just putting that out there. There should be, I know they have for kids in your local counties or whatever there's um there are things that you can um reach out to i don't know organizations and there are crisis management places and they will send someone to your house within an hour and there's no um there's no charge for that so that's another thing you can do too you know if you're if you want help and you're willing and you can say yes i need help i'm I'm in crisis they'll come out to you okay so so there are resources out there that's good yes okay so next topic moving on from the therapy I talked about this uh, with Azra, our friend, last week, and it's the, the topic of gratitude, because mm-hmm. you and I have discussed this a lot with the kids, specifically gratitude in, in regards to the kids. Yes. Th- well, going a little bit further, d- before we get to the kids, I think gratitude is something that's really good for everyone. Yeah. And it, because when you 
think about how grateful you are for different things. A lot of times, a lot of the stress and depression and stuff like that comes because you're losing sight of the, the positive things that are going on in your life. Yep. So if you can, you know, obviously bring that. Boy, my, my ankle always cracks on this podcast for some reason. You're old. I got old <laughs> cracking <laughs> ankles. I lost my thought. But anyway, with, with kids, uh, Azra and I were talking about it because we had just been talking about it as well. Yes, because the kids drive me insane. Yeah, and I said that this is a very common thing for sure because yeah. I remember growing up, my dad would always say to me, you don't even know how good you have it. I'm going to drive you into Camden <laughs> and show you what show what, uh, what the real world can be like to you. And then I'd be like, ah, yeah, sure, you're going to do that. And then, you know, and then, then when you're an, a parent, now you feel like you're in the same boat. It's one of those things that when you're a kid, you, you know, you hear your parents say it. And then when you get older as a parent, you say it to your kids. So I don't remember acting that way when I was young. And maybe I did. Maybe I did. But I don't, I just don't remember having those discussions with my parents because um you know like we didn't go on a lot of vacations we didn't because that's specifically for us it's it's with the kids when we go away places mm-hmm. um and we didn't like we went places but we didn't we didn't take like trips like we take with the kids and so i never like i was not complaining about having to share a bedroom with someone right i, I don't know like we just went on trips and i was just happy to go on trips if we went somewhere yeah I mean, pretty much the shore, the Jersey Shore, and Florida. It's pretty much the only places we really went. The the problem for our kids, for but what I feel like with our situation is that they've just been given everything, mm-hmm. and you know I think that they generally are appreciative of the life that they have, but a lot of times they think that they should have more or that they want more, and that's again I feel like I say this it's very common. I feel like I say that all the time about a bunch of things, but. <laughs> I think it's really common in today's society it, with adults too. You know, adults are constantly wanting more and more and more and more, and it feeds into this, the social media society that says that you need to have more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested in the other parents out there sharing their ideas with how you teach your kids some some idea of gratitude ideas or just – because I, I don't know. I, my thought process behind it is – I think as long as you pay attention to your kids and you talk to them about different things and show them different experiences that with maturity and as they get older, they realize that they, how good they had it and what types of injustices there are in the world and things like that. Well, you hope. Yeah, I mean, you hope, obviously, but, but I feel like that's, that's what eventually happens. I think yeah. kids' brains are not wired to see the injustices and how bad it can be. They, it, it comes back to the kids and, and humans in general view the world from a self-centered perspective. Yeah. Everything that happens around you, you're viewing it, how it happens to you, how it affects you. And so I think that even like, you know, doing something like volunteering, I think that helps a lot. Um, and just explaining. And I, I think something that's helped with cam too is, maybe reading like we've read a lot of books um we're reading the who was books with cam right now mm-hmm. so we've read about uh this actually came up because uh i sent Azra a message because we were reading about malala i don't know how to say her last name <laughs> yusufai something like that who is a pakistani girl who stood up for other girls uh right to have education and was shot and a lot of survived. this happened yeah survived yeah. and we're talking about we're reading about sojourner truth 
and all these other scenarios that are outside of her normal realm of life. Right. And so trying to explain to her, and it's, you know, she has trouble grasping that sometimes, like what, what this even means, like how this world existed where there were slaves, you know? And she, sometimes she's like, does that still the case? And, you know, and I think explaining those experiences can help. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like our kids are just so out of touch with reality. It's not just like simple little things, you know? It's like when we go places when we have to stay in a hotel or something, you know, do we get our own own hotel room? Do we get our own bed? I don't want to share a bed with anybody. I just want my own bed. Things like that where I just kind of want to strangle them because I'm like, you have no idea. Or they have to share a bedroom when we have a house in California. And I'm like, is this, is, is this really a discussion that we're having right now? This is insane. You know, like you're in California. There's adults who've never been to California and here you are a little girl and you've been in California every summer. And you're acting like a brat. And it drives me crazy. Whereas Andrew is the opposite. He wants to share a room with somebody. He doesn't <laughs> want to be by himself. But the girls, they just want their own separate rooms. And I'm like, no. You know, and actually this summer they did end up getting their own rooms just by chance. But, um, like, that can't be something that comes to be expected. You cannot expect to go on these nice trips and not share a room or even a bed sometimes. And then act like a brat when you don't get your way. I, it that drives me absolutely insane. Yeah. Azor said that she took her kids to a third world country this summer and they came back exactly the same. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just interested if you guys want to write into uh, what's our email address again? Info at raisingthenuts.com. Yeah. Okay. That one. It's really difficult. Yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> uh, write in there and let us know your ideas for gratitude for kids. You know, I, like I said, I think volunteering is a good idea. Yeah. Shout but, um, out to my sister in law, Linda, our sister in law, Linda. Uh, she takes my nephew to I believe it's like a Ronald McDonald house and they serve food to the families there mm-hmm. so my nephew um, he's done things like that which I think is great he's a teenager he's 14 so I think that's great to have that experience and because then you get to see like not everybody is healthy and you know you get to see different things and and that helps yeah. with gratitude too as well you know like you see families that are sitting in hospitals because their kids are really sick and you know they're suffering think that makes you take a different look at things sometimes yeah and uh another actually pretty cool thing that our family does is uh, my sister and nephew jordan they do a hot cocoa stand every year and buy toys for uh less fortunate kids which Mm -hmm. is a a pretty cool endeavor as well um so maybe we need to do something (laughs) we used to we used to do a lot of stuff actually that just came up on my timeline yeah we used to do the thanksgiving thing we would um either we i guess one year we we raised money for it but before that we were just buying food for um the food bank around thanksgiving all kinds of thanksgiving supplies and we donated so many turkeys that one year oh my god you remember that we raised money and everybody helped us out and and uh we donated all that to the food bank so it was really awesome but we stopped doing it we used to do it every year yeah i don't know what happened all right topic change yep uh the last week i've been crazy on point mm-hmm. after i felt like i wasn't superman anymore i was like gotta make sure that i'm sticking to things again so i went hardcore for a week straight mm-hmm. eating right lost more weight <laughs> i lost super like super skinny i lost like eight pounds in a week or something Ridiculous. like that which i'd put on by oh yeah i mean it was just a general like a slowly putting on by eating <laughs> more carbs so than skinny normally. now it's crazy yeah so now you tell me <laughs> that i need to build muscle Yes, because you're like you're so skinny. You're six foot three. I don't know. Some people don't realize how tall Trevor is because they haven't seen him in person. But you're six foot three, and you weigh like 180 pounds. 
Yeah. You are a stick figure. In comparison to, what were you at your peak? 263. Really? Yeah. Okay, so 263. That's a significant weight change. Significant. Yeah. And because you're so tall, and now you're so, you weigh so little, like, you're just so small. Are you telling me I don't have guns? <laughs> I mean, you have some muscle, but you're really skinny. <laughs> well, the biggest problem is that I have no leg muscle. That's what your, your problem is, right? Uh, no, you're just really, really thin now. I mean, you don't look sick or anything. You're just really thin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't look sick or anything. Thank you. No, you don't. I don't mean it like that. I'm just like, you are very thin now. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to get these abs. <laughs> I want to put these abs out to, on display in, in the Aruba beaches. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm working hard on my abs, too. <laughs> Not. <laughs> well, so... That's the topic is building muscle. Yeah. How do I build muscle? That's that's the question. The problem for me is I don't really like the gym. Yeah. Like I go to the gym, but I don't want to. I don't enjoy doing the exercises. Me either, because I don't. Well, I don't like the gym anyway, because I don't like people around me when I'm trying to work out. <laughs> it bothers me. But um, so I work out at home if I do it, and I'm just not consistent. I just, you know, like. I'm healthy and I'm a normal weight. So, I, like, as much as I want to, I just do not like working out. And I'll, the other thing for me, too, is that a lot of the exercises that are recommended for, especially for building butt muscles and leg muscles, <laughs> he said, uh, Jody tells me I need to work on my butt because I have, have no butt. I have no butt. It's no a butt. genetic modification that I have. It's not genetic. I not mean, modification. Maybe, maybe Genetic, it's, I'm modification. Just, not modification. I, I need to have it genetically modified because I... I no, no genetic <laughs> modification. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just... Yeah, you got to work on it. So the exercise... Squats. That's what I'm saying. The exercise, so squats, <laughs> deadlifts, like all these, all those types of exercises, I absolutely despise. Yeah. And like, I'm sure... See, I like those exercises. There's some that I actually like. No, I just... I just, yeah. I but can't. other stuff I don't like. Like, I don't like... I do not like cardio. I think cardio is the devil see i can actually do cardio and i'm fine with that no, i can't stand cardio running is like torture i don't want anything to do with that i find it to be very boring spinning i think is one of the most boring things on the planet and i did soul cycle in california and that is the most intense workout you'll ever do but it was so boring to me like i was struggling and i was sweating to death but it was still like oh my god is this over because i'm so bored i'm pedaling and i'm not going anywhere like, I want to see scenery change. You know, like, I can't, it can't be the same thing for me. That's why I can't run on a treadmill and whatever, but I don't even like running in, in outside. <laughs> I just don't like it. So cardio for me is not, I need, I need, like, I do the YouTube cardio things where you're constantly doing something different. Those are better for me. It, but it's, you know, it all goes back to my ADHD brain. Yeah. See, and like, I'm okay doing a 20 minute workout, but even then when I'm doing it, and I've tried all different workouts. I've done, I've gone through stretches where I had workout plans. I've mm -hmm. done all different things and I just don't enjoy it. So the way my brain works, if I'm not enjoying something, I'm just not going to be, you know, I need to be all in doing it. Yeah. And if I'm not all in doing it then, and I, I've gone through some stretches where I did classes. I'm sure that's something that people would recommend who are really into it. And it's okay. I just don't. Yeah. I have yoga tonight. So. And that's like, so like yoga, I really enjoy doing yoga at home on my YouTube thing, mm -hmm. but I'll never do more than 15 minute ones. Yeah. See, I don't like long things either, but like when you go to a yoga class, it's an hour long. So you're sort of stuck in the room for an hour. Yeah. Maybe we should have Brian on as a guest and he can help us figure this out. That's, that's a good idea. 
friend Brian I went to high school and college with, and he owns a gym in central Jersey. We could have him on and maybe give us some inspiration. Mm-hmm. He's he's done workout plans for me before, and like I'll stick to it, obviously, because I'm doing it, but then I just it's not a long-term thing. Yeah, we need to figure out how to keep the motivation going. Yeah. How do we do that? All right, Brian, us, help us out. Or anybody else, you can also let us know your thoughts <laughs> of what you do uh, to keep the motivation through workouts. Uh, all right, next topic. We're just going topic to topic, okay. jumping from here to here. All right. Friday night, I played a poker session. Yeah, how'd that go? It didn't go well. <laughs> I played a live poker session, I should say. My normal, it's funny because my normal day-to-day grind, I, doesn't, I don't even feel like it's poker anymore. Like, I just, I have this other, this. I mean, it's poker, but it's, <laughs> you know, Friday night session, I, I feel, felt like I had to play a live session for the vlog. I needed to make a video because I didn't make any videos last week. Right. So I feel, felt like I needed to go somewhere. So I put up a poll on the YouTube channel. Where should I go play? Should I go to, to Rivers, which is the old sugar house, just mm-hmm. play a normal poker session? Mm-hmm. Should I go down to Golden Nugget, play a one-two play every hand session, or uh, go down to Perryville, Maryland? Those are about the same distances and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. People voted for Rivers, which I was okay with because it was closer, mostly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like... But you couldn't film. Yeah, the problem with going there is I can't film anything, which then... I probably shouldn't have chose that because I know I always get I'm less enthusiastic about videos where I can't film. Right. And so, the the meetup games are always going to be the best videos because I can film yeah. anything and everything I want. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other places I probably can't really film there either, but I don't care because if they tell me I can't come back, then I'm never going back there again anyway. What's the difference? Right. Um, but is Golden Nugget related to other casinos? Because don't you get a ban from like all properties or just just the one? I don't know. I don't know how it works, but usually. Usually, if, if they, like, see your video on YouTube or whatever, they'll just give you a warning, usually. They won't tell you your band or anything. But I don't know, whatever. Um, so I ended up going up to Rivers, and I, before I went, left, I was like, I realized I don't have any cash. Yeah. Because I don't keep any cash in the house because I don't, I don't play poker in the casino ever, pretty right. much. So then I, I realized, you know, I can get 1500 from the ATM. 2-5, you buy in for 1000 So I technically have enough money, but I never feel comfortable doing that and i didn't really want to play one three either that was the point i was going to go play a little bit you know mm-hmm. higher stakes or whatever not really higher stakes but playing two five just dropped my phone <laughs> anyway what this is getting to is then i could see some reservation in your in you well you didn't seem enthusiastic about what you were doing so for me when you were saying like well i need cash but i can't get more than this and blah blah, blah and you just did not seem like really enthused about the whole idea so as soon as you started kind of putting those signals off then i was like this doesn't seem like a good idea he doesn't really seem into it it's so forced blah 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 but i without actually directly saying i don't think you should go i tried to like hint around and which i guess was the mistake that i made i should have just come out and directly said it but i don't like directly saying it because then if you actually are enthused and i didn't realize that you were and I say, you shouldn't go, then you're like, well, now I can't go. <laughs> that is true. Because we've actually been through this a lot of times in the past. Not so much anymore because my schedule is different. Right. But in the past, there were days where I would be set up to have my normal work schedule that I'd have grinding throughout the day, and something would happen in the morning, or you would just maybe not be in a good mood, or something would happen. That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. But, I mean, you know, where it's like, then, you know, if, if I'm not in the right state of mind to play 
and then I just kind of force myself to play because I have to play. So you're blaming it on my bad mood? No. Jeez. Well, not all the time, but some, you know, I mean, it's like. Maybe we really do need couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, okay, so there's days when I'll, maybe I'm not in a great mood, but then I force myself to play anyway, and it never goes well. There's days that maybe you're not in a great mood, and it, that's going to transfer onto me, and then I'm not going to play great because you're not feeling great. There's days when the kids are having all kinds of issues. Mm-hmm. And so the problem would be, and that this is a problem with, you know, playing poker for a living because you're you're your own boss you have to self-regulate so it's you're you're towing the line between i have to play because i need get need to get hours in but also i have to be aware enough of my sense like of how my abilities and how i'm thinking and functioning because you know my job's not like everybody else's job if you can you can go into work at a regular job you're going to get paid if i go into work and i'm not prepared and i'm feeling like crap and i'm not playing well i'm going to lose money so, you know, we went through lots of different times and it's, it's always a learning thing. And I think we got to a really good point where if you felt like I shouldn't play for the day or you knew that I wasn't in a good state of mind, you would just say, you should take the day off. Yeah. And this hadn't really ever come up again because my schedule, the way that my schedule set up now, I just can easily play while doing a lot of other things. I don't have to be fully... Not that I'm not fully engaged, but when I'm only playing one or two tables, right. it's way different than playing yeah. 10 tables Right. Of you can multitask a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But there's been times still where every once in a while I say like, okay, here's my dilemma. And then as soon as you start listing off your dilemma as to whether or not you should play or not, I'm like, obviously you should not. <laughs> right. Like, based on what you're saying, you shouldn't. And then you don't. But in the past, there's been a lot of times where it was sort of up in the air. And I, like, I felt like you, you, know, you probably shouldn't. And then in the end, you were like, I probably should just not have played because yeah. this did not go well. Right. And I'm I'm aware enough, and this is where the difference comes into another fine line in playing poker for a living. You have to be incredibly aware that the results of the day have no bearing on whether you should have played or not. And I think I'm really good at that. I can parse out, like, I, I there are days that I end up having great days, and I think to myself, I shouldn't have played today. You know, I'm not, I'm not just results oriented. And that's something right. that's really hard for people to parse out because there's other days where you come completely prepared and you have a terrible day. And most people would then think, oh, it's a, it's a similar to like, why didn't you just leave when you were up so much? Right. That's not how it works. You have to be consciously aware of your performance and how your performance actually is and ignore the results and ignore those other white noise factors. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's something that you learn and you you grow from uh that has you know it's it's just another aspect of being really aware of your state of mind Mm -hmm. and the same thing can can be taken into other directions with parenting or you know anything yeah i don't have to go into my job with like a certain mind state well you do actually well i mean i do but i don't like there's no like i'm not gonna lose money if i create a meal plan for somebody and I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> like it, right. the meals are so, I may not enjoy it. And which is something that I'm, I'm learning about myself is that I really do not like meal planning at all. Um, I just don't find any joy in it whatsoever. Like I can do it, but I just don't, it's not my, it's not like, it's not the direction I want to take myself. I don't want to make meal plans for people like moving down the line. So I'm working on some now, but it's definitely, not something that I want to continue taking on. Um, so that's that. Well, for the for your second job and my second job, 
parenting, it's oh, also yeah. really important because if you if you come I think in, that's my first job. Well, whatever. <laughs> if you come into situations and you're not in the right state of mind, you're going to be handling them very negatively. Well, yeah, for sure. I was just talking about meal planning. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because the same with this podcast. What, what do you mean? Like if I come into the podcast in a crappy mood and then I'm like not feeling good on the podcast, although there have been plenty of times where I've come into the podcast and not so great mind state, but <laughs> and then I feel better when it's over, actually. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a therapy it's, it's session. It's your therapy, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, th- I guess this can lead into what, you know, you said you're not really into meal plans, so then what is it that you're into? We, we talked about this a little bit this week, so I think this would be a good thing because I have some ideas. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I've always really liked helping people understand what they're eating and what they should not be eating. Um, so I've always been really good with, like, ingredients. Like, I can read an ingredient list and decipher it, no problem, and help people understand how much they're consuming and what they're supposed to be consuming and stuff. But, um, like, the, just the working with individuals so much um like I don't want to offend anybody that I worked with it has nothing to do with that you know it's it's just that's not what I really enjoy I really enjoy helping people understand what they're feeding themselves and what they like how they can clean that up right that's what I like so my idea for you was to have like Friday night get together Mm -hmm. like a free get together with people Mm mm-hmm I, I imagine groups of women because that's just, I don't know. I mean, it can be men, obviously, but I don't know. In my mind, it's like, you know, because there's a lot of women, at least in my circles that I can see, they have like groups of women that they get together and they go out and do things with. Mm-hmm. And so if you had a Friday night get together at our house or at one of their houses for free and you just gave them like a presentation or just made it and asked me anything about food mm-hmm. and just share your knowledge with them and then – you know, you can send them off with a generic meal plan that's already been made up, mm-hmm. you know, for overarching meal plan. And then they can get in touch with you and keep you updated on their progress. And then I said, you should make it as just like a donation thing. If, yeah. they, if they feel like they've gotten something out of it, out of either just that night or keeping up with them over the time period, and they want to send you some money, that's great. If not, hopefully you're just helping them get healthier. And then, you know, they can share that with other people and, and you know, it goes from there. Yeah. And, like, another thing that I, I've noticed that I really like is, like, if somebody is presented with a new diet restriction and they're a little lost and they ask me, that really, like, spurs something in my head. And I start, like, getting stuff together for them and making stuff, like, getting recipes together. And I started this whole big, long document that I still haven't finished, which is awful, but um, this big, long document of, like, all the gluten-free brands and the ones that we've tried and so what our favorites are and stuff and it's this you know big long thing and then just any information that somebody that has to follow a gluten-free diet needs to know that they may not realize you know like if your kid is celiac and she's a girl and she likes lipstick you got to make sure that your lipstick is gluten-free right you got to check all that stuff and and there are websites out there that will help you but since I've done a lot of the research already for cam I have the information and I don't feel like I need to hold on to that myself and not share that with anybody. If somebody is struggling with something like that, I I love to help yeah. people like that. Yeah, I think that would be that's got to be a really big thing for people too because most people don't even know what gluten is. Yeah, that's true. You could be the gluten-free girl. <laughs> Glutenfreegirl.com coming to a website near you. That probably exists already. You think so? Probably. Okay. 
well, we'll, we'll come up with some other name for Can you. Can I look it up? Let's see. <laughs> see if it exists. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would be, like, I know that you really get into that type of thing, especially because people don't understand. And so that's, yep, it exists. Glutenfreegirl.com. Gluten-free recipes. All right, we got to come up. How about gluten-free gal? Are you a gal? <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I am not. You're not a gal? <laughs> No, you know what else drives me crazy? When I'm in public and people say, ma'am, that really makes me feel very ma'am. old. Glutenfreeman.com. Oh, that's so messed up. Ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. You're my gal. Oh, stop. It's <laughs> awful. I just thought of something else that we would... Oh, oh you, you said that... Uh, you you said the word spreadsheet, which then made me think about... You said you, went, you were going to update everybody about the t-shirts. Did I say the word Spreadsheet. Just now? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What did I say? You said you had a spreadsheet that you were working on with gluten-free that you sent. Document. Okay, sorry. A spreadsheet (laughs) is a document. No, document is in Microsoft Word. Spreadsheet's in Microsoft Excel. I'm going to document this interaction (laughs) and then dock your pay for the the week. Excuse me? (laughs) You heard me. (laughs) All right. So anyway. tell, the pe- tell the people about the t-shirts, and then i got to add to the budget that we need couples counseling. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? I started to make this. Well, I didn't start. I, I finished the spreadsheet okay. of people, what type of thing they're looking for, and the colors and the sizes. Some people, I don't have some of the information. I just have a name mm-hmm. or a size or a color. But um, it's right now, it's, it's all t-shirts and hoodies. Everybody wants t-shirts and hoodies. Primarily black. So um, I have the logo, thanks to a little help from some friends. Really just Paul. But okay. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. Yeah. Snowinginspace.com. Coffee. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's your plug, Paul. And his team. Yeah, his team helped me with the logo because it, was, it wasn't working properly. Jay made our logo, but it just wasn't working properly for the t-shirts. So Paul hooked us up and and fixed it up so now it works for that so i can actually upload it and get the shirts going at this point um so i just have to get the price and send that out and then we can start pumping them out so if you want a t-shirt email jody a hoodie or any other kind of apparel yes info at raisingthenuts.com there you go info at raisingthenuts.com i mean nobody else has mentioned anything else besides a t-shirt or a hoodie there's a long sleeve t-shirt this, this podcast, by the way, is brought to you by snowinginspace.com. <laughs> we, we've moved on to new sponsors. We no longer are sponsored by Oreos. And, uh, no, oh, stop it. Do we have to say those brands again? <laughs> Hungry Howies. Please. Really? You just had to push it further, right? <laughs> All right, whatever. This is. I feel like this podcast has kind of sucked. No. You always feel that way. I know, yeah. I, no, that's not true. I, yes, you do. No, I listen back to the, all the podcasts, and I usually enjoy them. Right, and then you'll listen back to this one, and you'll say, that was really good. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you would like to discuss on this podcast? Um, I don't know. You want to discuss how lame our kids were on Halloween? I actually enjoyed their lameness, personally. Well, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I, it just kind of, like, makes my head explode a little bit. Because when I was a kid, I don't know, I wanted to go trick-or-treating forever. Yeah. I think I destroyed them, though. Yeah, he did. Know why? When you were can't eat anything. Exactly. So it's like doing a bunch of work for no payoff. No, but they still like going out. But they were just like, this year, it was just, my feet hurt. My legs hurt. I'm tired. I have to go to the bathroom. I blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, holy crap. They're not grateful. See? They're not grateful. <laughs> Ava, Ava this year said, 
all of a sudden, before we left the house, all of a sudden she's like, I don't even want to go up to the house because I can't eat the candy anyway. And I was like, oh, well, this is every year that we do this and you can't eat the candy. And I always let them have some. Yeah, they, they, they had way too to much. Ha- yeah, they did this year. They had way too much. I always let them pick some things out. But this year, Ava is really stuck on this no, uh, low nickel diet that she's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like affecting everything that she does. So this year it was more like, I can't eat any of the chocolate that I get because she can't have chocolate on this diet. So she is so fixated on this short-term, low-nickel diet that she's doing that she just can't, like, she just can't focus on anything else. She's bringing things up that she's never had because she can't have it. You know, and I'm like, what? Like, she complained about not being able to drink limeade the other day. Limeade? Yeah, I'm like, you've never even had limeade in your life. What is limeade? It's like lemonade, but made with limes. Oh. But she's never drank it. No, she's like, I can't have limeade. Like, who cares? You've never had it. What's the difference? You know, and there's still so many things that she loves that she can have. The stuff that she can't have is so limited, really, on stuff that she actually enjoys that got taken away. And, like, now she's like, I can't have chocolate milk. I'm like, oh, I don't let you guys drink chocolate milk anyway, so who cares? What's the difference? But then I started letting them have chocolate milk because I feel like um, for Cam because I put uh, collagen protein in it and she can have it when she gets back from cheer because she's always really starving and and whatever and even before she goes so that she's getting that extra boost of protein but I mean I went out and got a replacement for Ava so that she could have chocolate milk now and she's still like oh I can't eat chocolate what's the replacement maybe that'll help people who I got carob powder carob carob yeah c-a-r-o-b is that the powder from a caribou yeah Trevor it is Uh uh-huh it's a ground up caribou that's kind of weird. That tastes like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Wait, is it not? It's not from a caribou. That is disgusting. It's oh. just carob powder. It's from carob. What What, what the hell is carob? <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like chocolate. You're, ma- you're making it up. I'm not making it up. My God. I, I would like to pull the audience. Carob tree. If you've ever heard of the word carob before... Well, I knew it existed because this is my area of expertise. So I went out and got her some carob powder. Did you have to get it from the corner? No, I got it from ShopRite. From the corner. Yeah, it's like a carob is like a, you know, like a, it sounds like a drug that you get. You got any of that carob? A carob is a flowering evergreen tree or shrub in the legume family. It's widely cultivated for its edible pods and as an ornamental tree in gardens and landscapes. All right. Why it's widely? Look, see? Sometimes used to replace cocoa powder. And they, they also do like a, they'll do carob dipped. Like I used to eat this um, ice cream sandwich kind of thing, like a chip witch kind of thing. But it was dunked in carob. So it looked like it had a chocolate coating on it, but it was carob. But it still tastes chocolatey. We've now just set the world record for uh, a podcast. Carob. I, I can't even talk. The word carob being said on the podcast. I think we've said it 37 times in the last two minutes, and it was a word I've never heard before yeah. two minutes ago. Carob bars are used as an alternative to chocolate bars as well as carob treats. They're often found in health food stores. They're naturally sweet, not bitter. They have no caffeine. I got a question. Oh, God. What, what percentage of our audience actually carobs about this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's end it right there. We can't go any further. <laughs> Shut it down. Mic drop. Podcast over. Thank you guys all for listening. Jody has just left the building. She's deceased. 
<laughs> and <laughs> I am not. Don't say that. That's terrible. Okay. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening to this mess. If, <laughs> if you guys enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. Leave five stars. Uh, do all those things for or us. Or less if you really hate the if you hate it, carob. Yeah. If you think it's awful, <laughs> that's fine too. Leave a review. Let us know that we're terrible. If you guys have any feedback, info at raisingthenut.com. Anything else, Jody? No. No words? Uh, no, I'm speechless. All right. Perfect. Have a great day, everyone. Yep. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, don't